Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you might find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible, and it is a New American Standard Bible. It includes historical documents from the Founders era. truly is a treasure. I highly recommend one for your home, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can print and you can download and print a copy today if you'd like at www.5daybiblereading.com. Today is day 123, and if you just went ahead and clicked on today, I'm really glad you clicked on it. So you can absolutely just get into the Word right here today, and if you would like to take part in the Read the Bible in a Year, uh, you can absolutely just go from here to the end of this year and then come back and finish out with the episodes prior to this one, and that can be you're reading the Bible in a year. Or you can just stop this episode right here and go to the day one episode to let that be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, it's just so wonderful that you are here. And the purpose of this podcast is just to get you into the Word, okay? So into the habit, in God's presence, as many times as we can throughout the week and throughout the year. So that is the goal. There isn't any rules. It's just getting into God's word. So I'm so glad that you're here. Today we're going to be reading Song of Songs 4 through 6 and 2 Thessalonians Thessalonians chapter 1. Song of Songs chapter 4, Solomon's Love Expressed. How beautiful you are, my darling, how beautiful you are. Your eyes are like doves behind your veil. Your hair is like a flock of goats that have descended from Mount Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of newly shorn ewes, which have come up from their washing, all of which bear twins, and not one among them has lost her young. Your lips are like a scarlet thread, and your mouth is lovely. Your temples are like a slice of a pomegranate behind your veil. Your neck is like the Tower of David, built with rows of stones, on which are hung a thousand shields, all the round shields of the mighty men. Your two breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle, which feed among the lilies. Until the cool of the day, when the shadows flee away, I will go my way to the mountain of myrrh, and to the hill of frankincense. You are altogether beautiful, my darling, and there is no blemish in you. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. May you come with me from Lebanon." Journey down from the summit of Amana, from the summit of Sinir and Hermon, from the dens of lions, from the mountains of leopards. You have made my heart beat faster, my sister, my bride. You have made my heart beat faster with a single glance of your eyes, with a single strand of your necklace. How beautiful is your love, my sister, my bride. 
How much better is your love than wine and the fragrance of your oils than all kinds of spices? Your lips, my bride, drip honey. Honey and milk are under your tongue, and the fragrance of your garments is like the fragrance of Lebanon. A garden locked is my sister, my bride, a rock garden locked, a spring sealed up. Your shoots are an orchard of pomegranates with choice fruits, henna with nard plants, nard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon, with all the trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes, along with all the finest spices. You are a garden spring, a well of fresh water and streams flowing from Lebanon. Awake, O north wind, and come, wind of the south. Make my garden breathe out fragrance. Let its spices be wafted abroad. May my beloved come into his garden and eat its choice fruits. The Torment of Separation, Chapter 5 I have come into my garden, my sister, my bride. I have gathered my myrrh along with my balsam. I have eaten my honeycomb and my honey. I have drunk my wine and my milk. Eat, friends. Drink and imbibe deeply, O lovers. I was asleep, but my heart was awake. A voice, my beloved, was knocking. Open to me, my sister, my darling, my dove, my perfect one. For my head is drenched with dew, my locks with the damp of the night. I have taken off my dress. How can I put it on again? I have washed my feet. How can I dirty them again? My beloved extended his hand through the opening, and my feelings were aroused for him. I arose to open to my beloved, and my hands dripped with myrrh, and my fingers with liquid myrrh, on the handles of the bolt. I opened to my beloved, but my beloved had turned away and had gone. My heart went out to him as he spoke. I searched for him, but I did not find him. I called him, but he did not answer me. The watchmen who make the rounds in the city found me. They struck me and wounded me. The guardsmen of the walls took away my shawl from me. I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, if you find my beloved, and to what you will tell him, for I am lovesick. What kind of beloved is your beloved, O most beautiful among women? What kind of beloved is your beloved, that thus you adjure us? Admiration by the Bride My beloved is dazzling and ruddy, outstanding among ten thousand. His head is like gold, pure gold. His locks are like clusters of dates, and black as a raven. His eyes are like doves, beside streams of water, bathed in milk, and he and reposed in their setting. His cheeks are like a bed of balsam, banks of sweet-scented herbs. His lips are lilies, dripping with liquid myrrh. His hands are rods of gold, set with beryl. His abdomen is carved ivory, inlaid with sapphires. His legs are pillars of alabaster, set on pedestals of pure gold. His appearance is like Lebanon, choice as the cedars. His mouth is full of sweetness, and he is wholly desirable. This is my beloved, and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. Mutual Delight in Each Other, Chapter 6 Where has your beloved gone, O most beautiful among women? Where has your beloved turned, that we may seek him with you? My beloved has gone down to his garden, to the beds of balsam, to pasture his flock in the gardens and gather lilies. I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. He who pastures his flock among the lilies. You are as beautiful as Tirzah, my darling, as lovely as Jerusalem, as awesome as an army with banners. Turn your eyes away from me, for they have confused me. Your hair is like a flock of goats. They have descended from Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of ewes, which have come up from their washing, all of which bear twins, and not one among them has lost her young. Your temples are like a slice of pomegranate behind your veil. 
There are 60 queens and 80 concubines and maidens without number. But my dove, my perfect one, is unique. She is her mother's only daughter. She is the pure child of the one who bore her. The maidens saw her and called her blessed. Blessed. The queens and the concubines also, and they praised her, saying, Who is this that grows like the dawn, as beautiful as the full moon, as pure as the sun, as awesome as an army with banners? I went down to the orchard of nut trees to see the blossoms of the valley, to see whether the vine had budded or the pomegranates had bloomed. Before I was aware, my soul met me. My soul set me over the chariots of my noble people. Come back, come back, O Shulamite, come back, come back, that we may gaze at you. Why should you gaze at the Shulamite as at the dance of the two companies? The Second Letter of Paul to the Thessalonians, Chapter 1 Thanksgiving for Faith and Perseverance Paul and Silvanus and Timothy to the Church of the Thessalonians and God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brethren, as is only fitting, because your faith is greatly enlarged and the love of each one of you toward one another grows even greater. Therefore, we ourselves speak proudly of you among the churches of God for your perseverance and faith in the midst of all your persecutions and afflictions which you endure. This is a plain indication of God's righteous judgment so that you will be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which indeed you are suffering. For after all, it is only just for you to repay with affliction those who afflict you and to give relief to you who are afflicted and to us as well when the Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, dealing out retribution to those who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. These will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power when he comes to be glorified in his saints on that day and to be marveled at among all who have believed, for our testimony to you was believed." To this end, also, we pray for you, always that our God will continue, will count you worthy of your calling and fulfill every desire for goodness and the work of faith and with power, so that the name of our Lord Jesus will be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And those are our readings for today. wanted to just go back here to um, just I just wanted to read the introduction that it has here in this Bible the founders Bible about the songs of Solomon so it was written by Solomon and it was written around 970 to 930 BC and the purpose of this book is as follows the song of songs is the ultimate and finest song the quote there can be no greater song than this song what is the music you are meant to hear that with just one glance of your eyes you can make God's heart beat faster that he is so absolutely head over heels in love with you and me that he is beside himself with joy that the king of kings is utterly smitten with us a lowly shepherd girl from the fields you begin to hear that music and it's game over you win 
There is no greater prize than to be caught up in the ultimate romance of all the ages, realizing that you are front and center, smack dab in the absolute center of God's affections. That is the greatest song in the universe and the captivating melody that is found in these pages. While it is a sweeping poetic account of Solomon's romance and marriage to a beautiful Shulamite maiden who has captured his heart, celebrating the intricacies of married love between a man and woman, it serves as a metaphor for God's matchless love for us, his bride. God is not some distant, uninvolved, emotionally detached deity. Rather, he is the lovesick king who longs to woo us, his heart's desire to himself. It says that, quote, for the joy set before him, unquote, Jesus endured the cross, Hebrews 12.2. What is the joy that sustained him through those darkest hours? It is you, his future bride. Oh, that we might hear that music wafting in our souls, beckoning us to draw near. I was asleep, but my heart was awake. A voice, my beloved, was knocking. Song of Songs 5.2. Just wanted to provide that um, in case this is a, a book in the Bible that you don't read often. Um, I just think it's, I love uh, in, the, in this Bible how they do that, how they just provide a little snippet of something, uh, the author and when it was written and, and the purpose of it. And they also include key verses that you can be on the lookout for. So that's just a perspective there. Um, on the Song of Songs. So may that be something maybe that you haven't, um, a perspective you haven't heard, a, um, I guess it could be like a commentary you haven't heard, but that is what the great folks who created the Founders Bible have to say about that. Let's go ahead and say our prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this time today. Thank you for the times that we get to discover something new, the times that we just get to look into something a little more deeply, and even the times where we really don't understand at all. It gives us the opportunity to reach out to you, to listen to your voice, to admit that we don't know, and to understand that sometimes we're just not supposed to. And that we're just supposed to lean on you. So thank you for this grand time for us to experience who you are. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. Continue to encourage people. Point them to this podcast. It is literally just a simple way to get into God's word and to create a great habit. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.